Hello, everybody, and welcome to our take on The Bold and the Beautiful. This is going to be an exciting journey on this inaugural episode as we discuss the latest happenings in the news reviews of the CBS soap opera, The Bold and the Beautiful. My name is Jonathan, and I will be your host today. And I am joined by three amazing soap uh, Twitters who decided to embark on this journey with me. <sighs> We've got Jenna Durante and Marissa. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing today? Hi. So <laughs> I wish we were talking about Bold at its peak. But you know what? I think I think we're gonna gonna have a fun discussion tonight and kind of see where it goes. So, are you guys excited and ready to rock and roll? Yep. Yep. Super excited. Do it. All right. So, first thing we're gonna do is discuss some news. Not a whole lot going on, but we did want to say congratulations to Darren Brooks as him and Kelly Kruger announced the birth of their daughter. Did you guys see the She's pictures? So cute. She's so cute. So yeah, she's adorable. Oh. And if I looked that good after having a baby like Kelly did, I'd be getting my picture taken too. Please. I, was <laughs> I like, had whoa. a woman. I was like, don't look at me. Like, don't, don't touch me. Like, she looks amazing in people. I'm like, that's how you do it, girl. That's how you do it. Yep. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm happy for them. I'm happy. Now, I'm curious if this means that we're going to see a little less Wyatt. Like, is he going to take a little bit of, you know, paternity leave? But... I, I, the way that they they like wrote Sally, I'm not Sally, um, Steffi in and out so quickly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't think we're gonna be seeing him gone from the screen too too long. And if he had to, I mean, yeah. he could tape like, you know, before he left for like a week or whatever. He probably would tape like two or three episodes and be fine and then be back. You know. Yeah. Though especially with old films. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I feel like they can. They film in a day. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. But he's not the only one uh, who may be leaving the canvas just for a little bit. Um, Aaron D. Spears is filming the new comedy, White People Money. Um, so congratulations to him. Um, they're not utilizing Justin nearly the way that they should, uh, which is something I think we'll hear from a few uh, characters going on. But it's going to be really cool to see him, like, do something else. I've not seen him in anything else, um, but I definitely will check out this movie when it premieres in 2020. Anybody looking forward to kind of seeing seeing uh, our boy in something else? Well, I love him, so I will watch yeah. him in anything. Like, yeah, definitely anything, and I will watch him. Yeah, oh, fine. my lord. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Goodness. <laughs> I'm happy that he's getting work because, like yeah. you said, Bo doesn't use him as much as they should. Yeah. It's, it's just so much opportunity and they yeah, don't. Exactly. But you know what? That's fine. Let him go get his coin somewhere else and let them realize what they left off. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's it, another summer ended. Another season of Big Brother <laughs> came to a close. And we're getting... Jessica Milagros. So not not a first place Another winner, not second place, not, not third. Um, it's just a random person who really didn't have a point in being on Big Brother. I'm sorry, this isn't Big Brother podcast, but dang it, I got feelings, and Jessica yeah. should not <laughs> yeah. be on this show. She shouldn't be rewarded for her 
poor put gameplay. Yeah. But you know what? That's fine. She she gets to be plus size model number seventy two that's just gonna wander through the halls and probably say something like, Thank you, Mr. Forrester. This dress is amazing if she even has a line and then walk <laughs> off again. Yeah. So I'm just saying I I wanted it to be somebody else. I want it to be somebody worthy of it. Like, I don't know, America's favorite. Nicole. Nicole. But you know what? That's fine. You guys yeah. just do that and let my girl, Nicole, I guess, go home, study, relax a little bit, and then get ready for her return to win Big Brother 22. But exactly. that's, that's cool. All right. Well, that's all the news that we have this week. Um, so it's time to kind of just jump right in and discuss some of the stories that happened uh, on this past week's episodes of B&B. So. Generic doctor number three, um, Dr. David Hayward, or um, sorry, Dr. Armstrong, uh, diagnosed Katie with her biannual illness, and she's got some kidney failure going on. Um, Heather Tom, as always, knocking out of the park. Don Diamond, knocking out of the park. They're all doing amazing work yep. as far as uh, the acting goes in the story. But it feels like it came from nowhere. Um, what, what are you guys feeling on this story so far? How is she not Frankenstein by now? (laughs) I mean, seriously, it's like, she's not going to have any of her own organs in her body when she finally dies. I'm just saying. Well, am I the only one that feels like it's going to be Flo's kidney that saves her? No, definitely. Yeah. She's going to have Stormy's heart Mm -hmm. and Flo's kidney. And that, you know what? Now we got to forgive her because she is a true Logan. She was willing to take the ultimate sacrifice for me. Yeah. I was hoping, I was hoping that Flo would die. That kidney (laughs) is a heart instead of a kidney and Flo would die. That's what I want to have. I'm sick of seeing her face every day. No, because it's going to be Shauna being like, we need to get back in their good graces. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get tested for a kidney because I can help you, Aunt Katie. I love you. And then I'm going to give you a kidney. And then everything's going to be all forgiven except for probably Brooke. Because Brooke will be like, no, bitch, I didn't forget what you did. Exactly. And then eventually, like Thanksgiving or Christmas, they'll have to sit next to each other. And then they'll say what they like about each other. Yeah. And then all will be forgiven. Yeah. Am I'll be only... one big Logan family. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Am, am I the only one who, who? Am I the only one who sees Babe and Crystal and Flo and Shonda? Oh, one hundred percent. I feel like 100%. it's a redo. Oh, yeah. it feels yeah. like that. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. That's fine. Yeah. That was a formula that worked. And I don't dislike Shauna and Flo as much as some other people do. My problem with Shauna and Flo is the amount of airtime that they're mm-hmm. given. And the way yes. that they are written, and by that I mean the fact that they don't own their stuff, right? No. Exactly. So nope. If, yes. if Flo owned, it's like, yeah, nope, I've, I, you know what, I messed up. I did something wrong. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that, whatever. But you know what, I did it. It's done. I got paid. We're, let's move on or don't. Like, there's other men. Well, I'm in L.A., Wyatt. I don't care. Like, that's fine. You were my first love, but guess what? You won't be my last love. And like, if she's just clawing her way through, maybe she sets her eyes on Liam, or maybe she sets her eyes on Bill, or does something like, I mean, I know he's almost her daddy for a minute, but like, does something like interesting. Or in Shauna, I, oh, I'm just, I'm so tired of her sanctimonious attitude, and like that she doesn't feel like anything wrong happened. It's just, it's time for some <laughs> growth and movement. And yeah. Just stop dumbing them down. 
because no, I'll be. We are real... talking about Bold and the Beautiful, right? No, Denise like, Richards has impressed gonna... me. I did not. I expect love her. This from her. I, I don't know Richards. what I expected, but this was not She's what I expected. She's amazing. <laughs> she is absolutely fabulous. Phone disconnected. It's just the the way that the writing for her is. It's just it's it's kind of sad, but yeah. Such her, such is life. Her so, Thorson how, K has great chemistry. What about Thorson K? She has great chemistry with Thorson K, a lot more than Catherine Kelly Lane. Oh, I agree, they have chemistry. Yeah, I, I just, like their chemistry. I just don't like. Her. Yeah, I don't like her either. <laughs> I don't like her either. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like another. I don't like another bridge uh, triangle. Like they're too old for that. Stop. Like just no. Like that's. Just, I mean, I don't like it. Bridge has always been a hoe. Like I'm sorry. Yes. He always has been, and he always will be. Oh. Uh-huh. Yes. So oh, yeah. I mean, even though he's kind of like a more innocent party in this one, it's still like when Brooke finds out, <laughs> she's just gonna be like, <laughs> really. I mean, especially after everything he said to her about Bill and Nick and every other guy she's ever been with, it's kind of like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I just like this storyline's kind of pointless. Well, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but that's the show that we're watching is kind of pointless. So we gotta, <laughs> gotta, gotta make something sure. out of nothing we got. Um, so, so here's something. Here's, yes. Like, if they're going to break up Bridge, can you give me Eric and Brooke and put Quinn and Bridge back together? I would watch the hell out of that. Because I'm kind of over Bridge, to be so, fair. Yeah. I, I'm not okay with that. I'm okay with Quinn and Ridge. Yes. But Catherine Kelly Lang, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't need her being the great-grandma of the soap yet. I don't need her just just wearing some moo's and cooking donuts. I I think she's still got some life left in her, and I feel like pairing her with Eric is just shipping her off to the old folks' home. Definitely. And no, because, because, then we see Eric more because well, Rick is if, always on. It, yeah, but here's the thing: when I see her in scenes with Eric, they always play her old. It would make me happy. Like they, I don't know why. Like I love their scenes. I think that they have great chemistry and that they, they are fun. But when they have scenes together, it always feels like they're writing her, like she's in an age bracket above herself. If that makes sense, you know. Like they're not. It's not that. Yeah, that girl from sense. the valley that that used Eric to get her way into the Forster estate. It's that it's these. It's, older characters interacting she's in a scene and, and she's yeah. yeah and and whereas in scenes with ridge or scenes with anybody else at bill um she plays in like still that brooke logan that we know and love so i just i i, I am okay with them having scenes but don't don't ship her off to the old person. yeah i don't want eric with brooke no Mm-mm. but quinn that would be rage, i wouldn't mind Quinn, Quinn needs to be with somebody doing something because yes, her just again being the matriarch that just shows up at Thanksgiving dinner isn't quite quite doing it. Rena Sofer deserves better. Yes. Than that, I mean, give me crazy Quinn again if that's what you're gonna do because yeah. Bring back Rena is amazing. Well, do you think that that's what they're doing now? Because Quinn, obviously, you know, upon hearing that Wyatt proposed to Sally 
kind of like is not happy. One, I think it's weird that she's obsessed with her son's <clears throat> love life as yeah. much yeah. as she is. It's just it's creepy. But yes. like, do you think that this could be what sets her off and then, you know, has her going up against uh, Shauna, has her becoming that crazy person and then maybe leads to some more interesting stories? I mean, no. I don't think they're going to make her go, like, full-blown crazy. Yeah. But I think some of her crazier antics will come out, which will make me happy. Yeah, I think she's going to battle in the relationship. Yeah. I think they're trying to make her Stephanie light, in a way. Try to make her... Because I see shades of Stephanie Brooke and Ridge and Quinn, um, Flo, and Wyatt and Sally. I feel like they're trying to make her like Stephanie was with Brooke Ridge and Taylor. I can see that. I, I can see yeah, that. I can, I can see that a little bit. I mean, Quinn's a little more unhinged is a nice way to put it than Stephanie <laughs> ever yeah. was. You know? Stephanie did some but crazy I mean, stuff. She <laughs> did. I mean, yeah, she did. But I mean, I think Quinn is at the point where she's kind of learned from the craziness that she did, especially like with Liam and like all that stuff that happened, that whole Adam and Eve thing, which was hilarious. Um, But, you know, I think she's learned that she hasn't learned enough. Like she is like, Wyatt is my baby. I want to help him. I do not like Sally. I want him with Flo or Hope or whoever, you know, the hell she wants him with today. Is it creepy? Yes. But is it Quinn? Yes. Yes. I definitely think they're going to give her, like I said, her crazier antics, but they're not going to make her like full-blown crazy insane like she was when she pushed Deacon off the cliff. Kind of crazy, (laughs) you know? Well, I guess the other side of the story is Sally and Wyatt, and then their introduction with Flo, which I I know we're going to feel about it, but I love Sally and Wyatt. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. They are my couple. I don't I know them. why, but they are so pretty like together. They're, they're so much fun. They they are the ones that I want to see driving story on the show, not certain other couples. Um, and it's sad that the only thing that Wyatt and his pairings get to do is just have sex. That is literally, I feel like, and Wyatt's character for the last four years. But, yeah, he's good at what he does. Hey, apparently. You know. Uh, so, <laughs> it. What did you guys think of the way that Sally, you know, pretty much spilled all the the tea to Flo at Bikini? Like, was that the way that that should have been revealed? Or would you have liked to see it played out a little bit differently? Well, I cackled because I'm yeah. petty. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I was like, it's what she deserves. Yep. <laughs> yep. I stand a petty queen. I stand a petty queen. It's yeah. was petty. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I just wish they would have taken more time to get them back together. Like, yeah. it seems so, and it's very bold in the beautiful, so it's very on brand. It's very rushed. It's very like, oh, we're back mm-hmm. together. We're having sex. I guess I should marry you, kind of thing, which is fine because it's what they do. But I just wish, because of the way that Wyatt hurt her, mm-hmm. that they would have taken their time. You, you know, and that way, yeah, she would have made him work for it. She, yeah, and that way, Shauna could have seen them getting closer, and it would have like twisted the knife a little bit more each time she saw them together. I think that would have been the more appropriate way than just like Sally being like, "Oh, by the way, bitch, we're engaged." Bye. Which, by the way, yeah, exactly. I left. You know, mm-hmm. I was I was good with it, but you know, but if Wyatt just... would have been there too, it would have made it yeah. better. You yeah, know? but he would have been that uncomfortable like puppy dog eye thing that he does ever so well you know and it's just 
it would have made me laugh, but at the same time, she would have been like, no, come on, Sally. You know, so I'm like, no, girl on girl, <laughs> just like dig it. Dig that knife in deeper, girl. It's and we need a good rivalry, deserves. too, on the show. Yes. Yes, because ever since Stephanie died, there hasn't really been, like, a good rivalry. I mean, oh, Taylor rest in peace Brooke, to the queen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Taylor and Brooke is a classic rivalry, but they haven't really been at each other. Mm-hmm. Lately, it's been more about their kids. It's not about the two of them having a disagreement anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's always yeah. via Hope and Steffi, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. give me two bitches that just hate each other. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what they should do with Steffi and Hope. Yeah. But they won't. Oh, they should 100%. And yeah. that's the thing about, like, I was really hoping when Hunter Tyler was on last that that was what we were going to get, right? Like, we were going to get Taylor, you know, falling for Brooke, I mean, falling for Brooke, uh, falling for Ridge well, uh, again, something. because let's be real, Thorsten K has chemistry with Hunter with Tyler. The wall. Anybody. Like almost <laughs> anybody on the set. You like he, rock and they have chemistry. Literally, <laughs> he's, he's uh, doing God's work there. And <laughs> so <laughs> we have that going on, and then that could bring you know that rivalry back, and then slowly playing it out, then through the kids, and then having that cause like an umbrella effect throughout each one. And that's not what we got. And then you mentioned uh, Hope and, versus Steffi, uh, and that should be it. But what we get is just I'm I need no more tears on the soap. I am so tired after this year in, in bold of <laughs> people crying in every I mean, like every week. There's some girl crying over some penis and I'm just over it and I just need I need no more tears. I need strong catty women just slapping each other and just fighting and yelling and saying hateful pity awful things like that's what i want from bold and not tears so that that means liam needs to leave the show then that will never happen yeah i know and i love scott clifton i say that like with such like i love him it's nothing against the actor it's just the character is a fail they need to stop writing liam like he's god's gift to women because he really is not at all Anyway. They they get obsessed on one thing, and that was something like when Steffi left the first time, I was like, thank God, hallelujah, like, and not because I wanted her gone. I did not. I loved uh, everything that Jacqueline McKinnis Woods has done with the character over the last few years. Her first few years, we're not going to talk about, but <laughs> what she came and what she was when she was leading the show was awesome. But when she left, I was like, cool, now the focus can go away from Steffi, and we can get more of an ensemble show, and we did for a little bit. And then it be, once again became obsessed around Liam and who he was with. And I think it would be really cool to see what Bold would have to do if Liam wasn't there, right? Because yeah. they got so obsessed with writing him. If he just took a six-month or one-year hiatus from the but show. They would, they would just replace him. They will replace him with Wyatt, though. Yep. Just like they replaced Steffi with Ivy. I know. Yeah. It's the same thing. They don't stop. Yeah. It Rinse, would be repeat. poor Wyatt. Poor, yeah. poor guys, but oh, I just don't get it. See, my hope was like when Thomas came, and it was like, oh, before we find out he was insane. <laughs> like my whole thing with that was like, well, maybe like Hope and Thomas, they have a history, they're friends. Like maybe it'd be like this slow build of like a relationship, and then by the time they figure out their baby's alive, 
It's, you know, what do we do? Like, she's already invested in Douglas and Thomas, but her baby's alive, but then she still loves Liam. And I thought maybe that would be, like, an interesting kind of triangle where there's no bad guy. But then they had to go and make Thomas insane. (sighs) And I'm just like, why? Number one, okay, that was a choice. Like, why do all of Taylor's kids have to have, like, issues? I don't understand that. I will never understand that. I mean, they have issues of a die. therapist, you know, like you would think they would be better adjusted for the <laughs> world, but apparently not. Maybe I'm just thinking too high and have high hopes. But like this whole Thomas thing, by the way, is just irritating me. And I know we're going to talk about that. So I'm just going to stop talking well, about that. Let's, 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 let's dive into it. So oh. that is one of the biggest mistakes, I think, of 2019 was bringing the character of Thomas Forster back and then utterly ruining every bit of it. Because they, they I will say this in their, their defense, they did use some of the, the puzzle pieces that were already on the, on the board, right? So Thomas had done some questionable things in the past. Thomas had, you know, been a little bit unhinged and they, they found the fabric that they could write the story with that's not completely out of character. But it shouldn't have been in character in the first place. And the way that they've made him just so – and it, it goes to the way that Bold is writing. But so single-focused, obsessed, it's it's just – it's it's disgusting. And what they've changed yeah. him and made him into just – it's heartbreaking because Thomas, like you said, could have been a leading man on the show. And it could have been a viable triangle uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, for this because if they had wrote it like you just suggested, Jenna, like I would be here for it. 100 percent and i would not be making the you know aren't they step siblings jokes because right. I mean, that's funny but it's i could get over it anyway yeah but this is like it was so predatorial and yeah. then his whole so the way, the way he, he is with douglas, treated yeah. with douglas this week. i can't stand that oh. 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 I, mean, it, he's, I mean the acting is amazing like mm-hmm. i think matt is doing a really good job and the little boy that plays douglas is breaking my heart. Like yeah. every time I see his little face, I'm just like, you poor little baby. I want to go through the screen and just save you, you know? But I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's a travesty what they did to Thomas. Like, I don't get it. And I'm like, so does he have a brain tumor? Like, are we going classic soap trope? Or is he just like, an, how can you make Taylor Hayes' son an irredeemable character? That's what I don't understand. I kept hoping for a brain tumor, but they never. They have they they don't seem to be going that route, and just it's just a mess. See, I thought they were going complete brain tumor, and then when Brooke pushed him off the ledge, yeah, I was thinking, yes! oh well, there we go, the brain tumor dislodged. You know, Doctor David's gonna find it and be like, yeah. ah, there it is, that's the problem, yeah. and he's gonna wake yeah, up. Yeah, and then Brooke saves Thomas's life, you yep, know, that's, by yeah. pushing him off a cliff. Yep. Classic soap trope, you know. It yep. was just painted by numbers, and instead, that didn't happen. Um, yep. he's acting like the fall never happened. Also, that's the quickest recovery I've ever seen from what, like a 30, 40 foot fall. Like he should have broken every bone in his body. Instead, he's just like, you know what? That's it's fine. I'm, I'm I don't have a scratch on me. Like, okay, Thomas. Oh, uh, I mean, he should have been dead. Rich fell out of the airplane. Like he had problems after. You know what I mean? Like yes. he had mental problems, like cognitive memory issues, like. You know, he had right, he couldn't problems. write. He couldn't draw or something. Yeah, right? that was when he got with Caroline because he couldn't draw. And she, anyway, don't get me started on that. I love them. Anyway, 
Uh, that's what, <laughs> you know, I mean, this is. Rest in peace, Caroline. I know. And Thomas killed her. I swear he killed her. Uh, he had to. He, yeah. he had to, but they refused to go there, obviously. Even though I don't want her. them to, but he obviously did. Yeah. He killed her. You can't yep. convince me otherwise. And he's, he's never going to pay for it. Nope. <laughs> I'm just well, like. Ugh. Portion of things. Because they're obsessed with saying that it was. Oh, no. Ammo was texting while driving. No, uh, bullshit. Wasn't. That's not what happened. No. We watched the show. Yeah. yeah. We, like, we saw yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Like, you don't watch it when it comes out to make sure that, like, you're writing the right. You know what? Never mind. I know they don't. <laughs> continuity. I'm just going to stop. They don't have a continuity department at Bold and the Beautiful. Mm-mm. Yeah, I said it. They don't. <laughs> because that show, that show will write something this week and then next week rewrite it into something else. And you're like, oh, did that Wait. happen? Am I crazy? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a complete mess. And I guess the the last thing, and so I said pre-show, um, when I wrote these notes, I had watched, wrote the notes when I was watching the show. That way I'd kind of have an idea of what I was hoping to talk about. And so I was reading them back, and I literally had to spend a minute just trying to figure out who I was talking about because I wanted to talk about how Danny gossiped to Vinny about Ridge and Shauna. And I was like, newbie, newbie, vet newbie also who are two of these people because huh so why is it that danny okay the guy who works at bikini uh, a place that we never see is telling Vinny, a dude we just met but really don't know about something that potentially happened with characters that neither of them like really are involved in (laughs) like it felt like this should have been somebody like somebody else i don't know who but carter was even there like why couldn't carter have been the one to like yes be involved in this and maybe carter well, was telling maya and maya was i i do but dang it i'm just <laughs> upset and i'm trying to like rationalize <laughs> this and i can't and it's making me angry it's just it's it's a freaking flaming mm-hmm. pile of garbage sometimes i swear it's just it's yeah. sad because like Carter could have gone to Brooke and just been like, "Hey, I want to tell you, but I know you guys have problems, but I don't want you to find out from anyone else. So this is what I saw. I think you should talk to Ridge. End yep. of story." And then it's a question of why did Carter have to tell me? Why yeah. did I have to find out that way? You told me you you selectively told me the truth, and then let that be what the fabric of breaking up the relationship is, and go from there. But here, here's my my other side or other question for the panel. Um, what did you guys think of the Ridge and Shauna scenes? So obviously, I I think Ridge has chemistry with her. But when she was kissing him when he was asleep, that's just why why you didn't have to do that. I'm glad they didn't do the drunken hookup. That's fine. But instead, they went like seductive rapist mistress, and that's yeah. not the way it should have gone. She has an obsessive personality. Yeah. Yeah, she does. She's crazy. I mean, she's gonna boil a bunny in I that think kitchen, so. <laughs> you know. She'll be like, I will not be ignored, Ridge, and I'm gonna be like, Well, houseway, it's about time you got the one that was in touch with you. You know, but I mean, yeah, she's creepy. Like the way she was like yeah. staring at him, I was like, That would wake me up drunk or not, because that's creepy. Uh-huh. Like yeah. my spidey senses would be tingling, like I would just be like, Oh my god, there's something going on, I need yeah. to wake up. 
Like it was, I mean, Denise played it great, you know, oh, yeah. but it was just, it was so creepy. Like there's only word I have. It was creepy. It, yeah. And inappropriate. And just, it makes me sad because that could have been a, another triangle that I would have rooted for. But instead it's like, ew, like, eh, yeah. I'm nope. You went too well, far. Like my whole thing is like Ridge has some, some cojones sometimes, you know, with the double standards that he puts with Brooke. Cause like he broke up with her because Deacon was texting her on their honeymoon, like legitimately yep. divorced her. Yeah. Like, I get it. You know, Ron Moss, whatever, but still that's what she wrote. So we're going to go there, but he can keep the truth from Brooke about something that he thinks happened when all Deacon was doing was texting Brooke about their daughter. Make that make sense. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I couldn't make that make sense the, the first time around, though, to oh, be real. I know. I was like, like that. So that was just a weird, weird Deacon thing. Deacon was texting her. Was, <laughs> I was Because so I'm, I'm pretty sure Ridge probably got a text from Taylor at the same time, and he's like, hey, so we're just here. And Brooke was like, okay, whatever, I don't care. But meanwhile, he sees Deacon's name. He's like, I can't handle this. I'm gone for a year. I mean, but she had him, like, fall off a cliff in Italy or something. Yeah. But she slept with her daughter's boyfriend, and he still didn't leave her at that time. So why would he leave her over a message? Thank oh, you. Um, she had sex with her daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man, and I really like OG Deacon and Brooke. Anyway, that's another <laughs> podcast. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were hot. They were. They Ooh, definitely were. It was they before my amazing. time. Oh. oh. Watch <laughs> the YouTube. YouTube but... is your friend. Oh, they were great. <laughs> It yeah, was so wrong, it was right, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then Stephanie had some heated conversations with Brooke about it because she loved Bridget, and I was just like, oh. Didn't she throw her in the garbage can or something after that? Oh, there was so many times she did something like that. Uh, I miss her. Okay, well, before we wrap up, I, I want to throw something I didn't have on the outline out here because YOLO, and let's just go with it. So it. here's my question for you guys. Since we're we're this is our first episode and we're just kind of talking about it, what here here's what we're gonna say. What was your favorite bold and beautiful memory, and why do you keep watching this show? So while you guys are thinking about it, I'm gonna just roll um with mine um real quick. And honestly, for me, the thing that with bold that kind of hooked me and it's awful. Um, I've been watching this show since. Uh, 2006, seven. Um, my first episode was when Brooke was uh fighting with her rapist on the the um I want to say it was like the Forster um the creations like rooftop, and um he got yeah. struck by lightning when he was fighting with Ridge, and then like she ended up like fighting with Stephanie and like oh you got a rapist and cool whatever like that's my early memory so I was like. I don't even know what this show is, but it was 30 minutes and it was just, I was getting new into soap. So I was like, whatever, I can watch this. And it went by fast. My favorite memories though, were when they went on location. Like I loved all the Australian shoots. Um, the ones Italy. when they it's went so to Italy, beautiful. like those, the, the, Bold yes. is a show that still provides escapism for me because I can still like see these beautiful locations. Heck, even the, when they went to Aspen, like, those are still like beautiful shots, and I love that they take the time to really like make me feel like I'm going to those places and I'm enjoying those characters. 
and being, you know, in there and I get to escape for a moment and really enjoy the show. Um, why I keep watching though, <laughs> I hate myself, I guess like this is like punishment for not watching the good years. Um, but really I enjoy discussing the genre of soaps and I feel like to do so and to analyze things critically and to be doing podcasts and doing stuff like this, I do need to torture myself and watch everything um, that's there. And I really enjoy the community that bold has the fans crazy as you guys can be. And trust me, bold fans. I feel like you guys are right up there with some GHers sometimes, but you guys make the the enjoyment of the show because you are passionate about what you watch, right? And I really enjoy when I tweet something about Bold, like it gets engagement. I have people that are hope stands that will jump in and defend her or Steffi stands that will fight for their girl or what's right. And I just enjoy the community that Bold has around it. And it's definitely a show that I wanted to support. And that's why I kind of, kind of, rolled out here but jenna i'm gonna throw it to you next what why do you still watch gh what was your favorite storyline what do you got for me well i think i remember like my favorite storylines growing up was anything with like og sally spectra and stephanie like they had the best like frenemies vibe ever and i just loved like watching like spectra and their you know little group and they were always so funny and, like, nothing would ever just go their way. And it was just, they were amazing. And that's kind of why I watched it as a kid. And then I think the reason I still watch is because it's so, like, it's a comfortable show in the aspect of, like, it's Logan versus Forrester. That's never going to change. Like, there's always Eric. You know, there's always Brooke. There's always some incarnation of Ridge or Thorn. You know, there's always, like, a character you can latch on to, and it doesn't take very long to figure out what's going on. Because, like you said, it's kind of rinse, repeat, insert different name, which is fine. I mean, but, you know, for me, that's kind of, I just keep watching because, like, I, it's kind of like my mindless enjoyment soap that I don't take too seriously, you know? That I'm not just like, whatever, this is trash, it's horrible, I'm turning it off. Like, I can watch it and find something entertaining. I think that's pretty much why I like I like watching Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah, that makes, that makes perfect sense. Uh, Marissa, why do you watch Bold, and what was your favorite memory? I watch Bold for Steffi. That's my favorite character. That's my baby. I love her. Um, and my favorite Bold moment, I think, would be, the um, reason why I started watching the show, basically, was because of Bridget. Bridget, Nick, and Katie. That was my first you know, um, storyline that I started watching. Loved it. It was a good, heart-wrenching storyline. Um, and, you know, that's basically, I guess, my favorite memory. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember that stuff. So, good choice. Uh, Durante, what, what about you? Um, my favorite memory is when Stephanie was forced to admit that she faked her heart attack. That was around the time that Taylor returned and Stephanie faked the heart attack to get Rich and Taylor back together. Those scenes where she admitted it, the monologue was so beautiful. Susan Flannery was amazing as always. And I that, that was one of the reasons I really got addicted to the show. And the reason I still watch is that I'm loyal. 
I get attached to characters and I tune in to see what's going on with them. And I also keep watching because I keep waiting for it to get better. Hopefully, hope, hoping that it eventually will. So yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And I, I keep hoping out. And you know what? One day, I I have faith. Bold is gonna Bold's gonna improve, and it's gonna be watchable, and it's gonna be great again. And we're gonna be here to discuss it. But it, it's it's a show that loyalty I think pays off. And I do think that being a fan of the genre, you have to go through some ups and some yeah. downs. Definitely. And we're we're in some downs right now. But we have faith. And hopefully, hopefully one day it will it will improve. But you know what? If it doesn't, we're we're still gonna discuss it here. So as we're wrapping up, what I'm gonna ask you guys is on a scale of one to ten, with one being unwatchable, this is the worst. I don't know why this is on television. To ten being the best, what we just discussed. You you just told me your favorite moment. So as the best you've ever seen it, what would you give? This week's Bold and Beautiful. I'm gonna start with you, Marissa. What What do you give this week? I want to give it a seven because that Uh-oh. slap Brooke gave Thomas. Ooh, <laughs> oh, loved it. Even though I love Trudy's kids, but he deserved that slap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, that's that's a good reason. I like it. Durante, <laughs> uh, yeah. what what do you give it? Oh uh, me? Yes. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven as well. Um, simply because of Herta Tom and Don Don Demont, I thought their those hospital scenes saved the week. Their performances were amazing. Hey, there you go, there you go. All right, Jenna, what what about you? What what do you give this week? Oh, I'm gonna give it a five, just because okay. there were a lot of emotional beats, right? That I appreciate. Like I do like Bill and Katie. And like you said, that slap that Bridge gave Thomas, I was like, girl, get him. Get him. Yep. He said that. Holy crap. Stop him. <laughs> Stop him again. <laughs> like that little gasp she let out when he called her a slut. I was like, she's seeing the ghost of Stephanie. Yeah. Right now. Like, if he would have called her the slut from the valley, I swear I would have called I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Yeah. If he would have called her the slut from the valley, I swear I would have given this like an eight. <laughs> I was like, what a throwback, but you know, it was close enough. But uh yeah, I give it about a five because I think it had some good elements and then it had some elements that I was kinda like, um, okay, cool, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> so, it's a right. It's a five. I'll give it a five this week. <sighs> okay. So it's it's hard for me. Because I want – what I think I need to do in my head is find a way to just make a scale based on what the show is now and just roll with it. But Not when what I, it was 20 years ago, Jonathan, because you'll <laughs> never win. <laughs> it will be like a two. But I'm trying to base it on that, though. I'm, it's also looking at the other shows that are on right now and then what the other shows could be and then, like, looking at it all. And so just looking at this week and just looking at my enjoyment of the episodes – uh, if I'm just talking about performances, it's higher. But when I look at it on the whole and I rank it, I'm going with a four. <laughs> and I love the performances. You guys said it best. So Don Diamant uh, knocked it out of the park. Heather Tom is stellar as always. Always. Catherine Kelly Lang, Matt, always. all of them did really solid work with the, 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 the scenes that they were given. But then I think about why they're doing those scenes. 
and I think about the story surrounding those scenes and some of the dialogue that they're given even in those scenes. Like uh, Jenna, like you said, had he said called her the slut from the valley, that's that's oh. what soaps are for. That's why we watch this genre amazing. is for moments like that because it's it's something that tells you your time mattered, right? Yeah. That you yeah. have invested. Yeah. X amount of hours, here's a shout-out, here's a nod, here's an Easter egg just for you. And that wasn't there. And it lacked kind of – Because you know that shit would have trended on Twitter. And it just – it's sad. And so I I want to be higher up on Bold. I really do because the actors did an amazing job. And some of the breakdown writers just work their their butts off with what they're given. But with – the, the way that the show is, I don't feel like I can, in good faith, give it a higher score. I want to go five, but I yeah, I, I still uh, – some of those things just kind of <laughs> annoyed me, mainly because I feel like we've seen and we can tell – if I can tell where every story's going, mm-hmm. and I feel like I can at this point, then you've already taken back some of the, the, the growth that the acting is doing for those scenes. So it, it is a four for me. All right. Anybody got any final thoughts or anything else they want to say before we wrap up for the day? Love Steffi. Can't wait to see Jacqueline Kimmis with back on my screen again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, thank you everyone for listening. You can listen to and subscribe to us, hopefully in the super near future, because iTunes has been turning these out really quickly. Um, But we should be up on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever podcasting app you prefer please rate and review us so others can find us and join in on the fun you can find all the other podcasts that we are involved in at rtakemedia.com where you can also find the comment section for this episode please utilize the hashtag rtakebold when discussing this on twitter so that we can delve into your comments in future episodes you can find us on twitter at rtakemedia you can follow me at soapwikijohn you can follow Jenna at Jenna TV Lover. You can follow Dronte at Dronte1985. And Marissa is at A, bitches. And <laughs> have a lot of fun. That's three A's, two Y's, three E's, bitches. So there you go. Until next week. Talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 Bye, everybody.